Hello, this is Grad School Grad, a podcast about public policy and international relations graduate programs in the United States. For today's episode, I want to talk about the 10 networking mistakes I've seen policy and IR grad students make. So I want to talk about this having been a policy grad student myself, who's collaborated with both policy and IR grad students, but also from my professional experience of engaging IR and policy grad students. And I also done this uh, on the flip side, where I've been the person people network with. And also, I've been on panels and boards where uh, I determine if people, uh, after interviews or, or during the application process, should get an opportunity at the organization I'm with. And, and I see the networking feedback at times. All right. So let's get at it. So the first three mistakes, I want to talk about um, items that deal with just uh, aversion towards networking that you know, a surprisingly large number of people um, have in grad school. So the first mistake is just not networking in the first place. Um, this is an issue I've seen with international students more often than American students, but I have seen a fair number of American students who just make a mistake in not networking whatsoever. Um, sometimes it's from a place of discomfort with networking, um, just not not wanting to just engage strangers or uh, doing the research into it out of laziness or whatnot. But uh, more often, it's kind of a kind of like a excessive inflated sense of self issue where it's a uh, hey, if someone believes, hey, I come from a really good grad school. So all I need to do is snap my fingers and apply to a role and boom, I'll get jobs. Even if it's like last minute because I'm great, my, my resume is great, and my brand is great. Um, you know, it's interesting because I actually knew someone in grad school. Um, I mean, you a few, but the, I was actually friends with someone in grad school who uh, had a good resume, uh, had a pretty good, not the best, but pretty good policy school brand. And because that person refused to network, um, you know, when, when it's time to apply, the person just did not get a summer internship. It does happen. Um, even those come from good schools. Um, and yeah, so that person did get a summer internship and didn't have anything to do for the summer. So or at least related to grad school. So yeah, don't be that person. Um, you know, even once you get to the point of, hey, I'm go- I need to network, people still make mistake number two, and that is, not planning out a networking strategy. And by that, I mean, like, just deciding what you want to get out of networking and planning a s- sequence or uh, or just essentially just a plan of how to get to, get to uh, knowing when you know. Uh, I would say, like, the four broad categories of, like, knowing when you know are, like, uh, career clarification or guidance, um, organization awareness, uh, subject understanding, and then personality awareness. And just to be clear about personality awareness, it's like uh, if, for example, if there's an organization you're interested in, you just want to know, you know what's the culture, what's the personality types. But yeah, I mean, some people go into grad school, know uh, the subject interested pretty well, and they just want to target straight for like the organization they're interested in working in and knowing what personality and culture is like. But for some people, they go into grad school not knowing that much, and that's fine. Um, and But they just need to plan on uh, just knowing what's important to them. And you don't have to f- focus on one area in particular for throughout networking. You could just, you might need to hopscotch. Like, for example, understand what careers interest you and then um, 
Now, once you know what careers interest you, understand what uh, focus areas interest you, so 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 forth. Just diving deeper as you need to be. But you know, to do that, you need to plan out strategy. And the key thing, plan out strategy is uh, knowing your timeline and time available. So then you know how to you know, manage your time to get where you need to know. So the third thing is that uh, the third mistake I see is just not being able to be prepared to find out who to network with. Um, so even if you are ready to network, you have a networking strategy, you need to find people to network with. And it's interesting. Uh, I see people who d- don't make effort to find out who they need to network with because it's a comfort thing. There's discomfort talking to strangers. But also tied to comfort is um, just having the right tools. Sometimes schools have their own internal tools. Uh, and then sometimes it's a matter of uh, just using LinkedIn Premium. And yeah, you do have to pay for LinkedIn Premium. But uh, for most policy and IR grad students, LinkedIn Premium is pretty good and gets you where you need to go. Uh, or at least find the right people. We even have an internal messaging function. So... Uh, with that, um, you know, I think what I see sometimes that people have an aversion towards LinkedIn. Uh, sometimes they want to pay for it. It's a, I think it's a pride issue a lot of times. They just feel like, oh, I'll need to resort to an app to n- network. Uh, but also it's something of like, oh, I don't feel right searching up people. I've seen people say both, um, that they're above LinkedIn or they just don't believe in they think it's a violation of privacy for searching people. I mean, it's 21st century. That's the way it is. So, yeah. Um, and then, then there's sometimes there's people who are just lazy. Like, I've seen some people who just, I don't want to research who's good to network with. It might just mean, like, emailing a alumni or even talking to a professor, but they just don't want to put in a little bit of effort to find out. So that's, like, all in the bucket of not being prepared to find out who network with as the mistake. All right, so I would say the next three, uh, three, three or so mistakes are, or three or four, actually four mistakes, are, um, you know, are for someone who's ready to network, got the right tools, got the right strategy, but they just haven't figured out the mechanics. All right, so the fourth mistake I see people make is not having prepared topics of conversation. You know, there's been so many times when I had to network someone and wow, they just had no idea what to say and it was a waste of time for both myself and the person networking with me. Uh, I heard this happen to other people because they just, you know, opened the the video conference or phone call and just like, uh, hi, I'm so-and-so and haven't prepared anything. Or they might, or they might like just wing it, which sometimes works for a few people, but for most people, it's just not that productive. So, yeah, it, don't be the person that makes a mistake of just not preparing topics of conversation. Then on the flip side, uh, there's the issue of focusing too much on a script. I have networked with people where it's it's very clear to get going down their notepad of questions. and But at a certain point, like, the conversation has adjusted. The notepad of questions doesn't make sense. And they can't adjust. They just need to go back to the same thing over, over and over again. So, um, yeah, and it's just really, fr- really frustrating that the, the person is just, just not all there. Because here's the deal. If you can't adjust uh, 
on a phone call with a conversation, you know, how, how can trust lead to adjust in the workplace with the changing work dynamics? So yeah, don't be that person that makes that mistake. Okay, um, then number six, um, it, it, it might sound trivial, but I've seen this mistake a, a fair amount, which is making the network engagement pretty much a pity party uh, about how rough it is to be a grad student. I have had students network with me, and I even sent some of my friends to network with my professional friends where, where this has happened. And it's just that instead of having meaningful conversation about you know, knowing things, getting what you need out of it, it's been a, a gripe fest about how hard it is to be in grad school, how hard it is and daunting it is, intimidating it is to look for an internship, a full-time role. Got it. Grad school can be tough at times. Things can be daunting. Things can be scary. But, you know, it's okay to, like, have a few offhand comments, maybe mention it for a minute or two, especially if someone went to grad school and they're trying to bond with you. But if you make it all a sob story about how rough it is for you in grad school, that's not going to really get you places. Um, I mean, like, yeah, people frown upon that because what it just shows that, you know, you're networking, you have a, a mission, which is get information, and you're not accomplishing it because you're overwhelmed by uh, your disgruntlement for grad school. And you don't want to be that person that you know, can't get the job done for networking or doesn't come off someone get get things done. So yeah, don't, don't it's time to network, not a time to socialize it and make a pity party. All right, and then, um, you know, I have, then the number seven, the mistake is being overly aggressive. And by that, mostly I mean to ask for internal referral. Yes, it's happened to me before where someone's networking with me and point blank. They're like, hi, so-and-so, uh, I want internal referral to organization now. Please do so. Or what do I need to do to get that? Thank you. First of all, that is just utterly rude and uncalled for and culturally not what you do in professional America, in public or private sector. Um you know, it's a little bit understandable sometimes I get that from international students, but I actually get that from quite a few American students as well. Um, here's the deal. Most organizations, either financial or via like your a person's semi-annual annual reviews, reward people when they internally refer good people into your organization. Um, so, and they know that, or most times they know that. Um, so people are incentivized to be always on the lookout for good people to internally refer. So sometimes it's a matter, if I like someone, be like, hey, I'll internally refer you, give me your information. That happens. But if I'm not openly offering to internally refer someone, it's either A, um, there's no more op- there's no opportunities left. B, uh, I just didn't like the person. Never know. I mean, it could, more often than not, it's because what the person's asking for isn't something I can offer. Uh, or the position is no longer available, but sometimes it's, I just didn't like the person in terms of their professionalism uh, or interests or, or being didn't match for my organization. But yeah, it. But if you want the easiest way to like waste your time with networking is just start off with say, "Hey, I'm wanting to turn for all now." All right. So the next three are kind of like more like. Um, mistake networking mistakes from from people who you know they might have gotten figured out the mechanics but they haven't gotten to good yet and 
uh, I would say, you know, these are mistakes that won't necessarily kill your networking experience or networking activities, but uh, can be things that keep you from getting where you, where you need to get information-wise. Um, and these, again, they might sound trivial, but these mistakes happen. All right. The, number eight is not being honest, like fabricating details. Um, I have seen a, a range of just everything from crazy, drastic lies to like things to a little exaggerated. And you, the moment you search someone for LinkedIn, you could tell there's minor exaggerations. But uh, I, I understand, like you know, some boasting is fair game. Some uh, patting yourself on the back is fair game. But please don't lie, um, or have a blatant lie out there when you're networking. Um, everything from yeah, I, I remember some person trying to network with me, and they said they went to Princeton Law School. Um, Princeton doesn't have law school, by the way. So that's how you know. It's not real. Um, but, you know, most of the times it's just that they say they did something in which there's not a clear pathway for them, them to do so. Or, yeah, it's just they, they talk about them doing something that just sounds fishy. It sounds off. And after some more digging, it's like, oh, that's not true. I mean, sometimes the person engaged with might not realize it's a lie, but sometimes to get smart and to realize a lie, and that's the worst way to ruin your reputation. Number nine, um, this is a mistake I see people make as well, and that's not having a short period of small talk uh, somewhere in there to build a connection. Usually this is at the beginning. It's like an example would be like, hey, uh, I saw that you played baseball in college. Well, hey, just want to hear about like you know what position you played. You know, I would say a few minutes, maybe five minutes max of small talk and during thirty minute call is helpful. You know, help someone like you helps build a relationship, uh, and that should be built in. Now, I don't want to dwell on it, and you can move on at a certain point, but it's good to have. Um, but some people are just so focused on getting the information that they forget to do that, and then they come off as sounding stiff. All right, number ten. Um, a little bit related to number nine, but not necessarily, is a mistake I've seen is people who network and over-focus uh, on having a shared experience or shared identity. I have seen and heard this from every single group imaginable. Um, so, yes, um, I would say the, the two groups I have seen... Um, in terms of my my friend's experience, that so I have a friend who was a military veteran, um, who I think he yeah he was in the Navy or something like that. Whenever he had these veteran calls, um, the networking calls, it was like fifty percent of the time was spent on talking about the military or and just kind of like talking about the glory days or something like that. Uh, and, I mean, that's all good and all, but when you do that, A, you know, you're just, you're not spending some time talking about, hey, you know, this is what I'm about, this is what I can do, this is what I'm interested in, something like that, to, you know, get what you need to get out of uh, from from networking. Um, the second is that 
I have seen it from a demographic angle. You know, as a person of color, I have experienced times when people kind of appeal to me, like saying, hey, I'm a person of color, you're a person of color, help me out, buddy. And, you know, it's great. We have an identity connection in some ways, I guess. But, you know, and you want to know, like, what you're interested in, why you're interested in, what makes you qualified. Um, uh, you know, it, it's okay. I mean, if, if done tactfully, it might be okay to hear about, like, someone's experience. Uh, being a minority or coming from whatever background. But at the end of the day, you want to talk about, you know, what is essentially your value proposition, so to speak, as a, a person trying to get information. Um, again, like I could keep on going. Um, I, me- I remember one of my friends was a pro- like a former professional athlete. He would all the time get athlete calls talking about the plays they made in high school or college or whatever. It's like, great, okay. What are you about? What are you trying to do? So ultimately getting asked, yes, identity is important, but you know, you want to have more than that to, to talk about. And you know, it's a good starting point to like have a shared identity, be an alumni network, uh, experience, uh, demographic identity sometimes, but there has to be substance. So ultimately what I want to wrap up with is networking is important. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said about being smooth and polished, have a plan, committing to your plan, and then just being a professional person. Don't let the stresses of grad school get in the way of, you know, you needing to do what you need to do. Um, but yeah, for a reason, I just see people make a lot of mistakes tied to professionalism, tied to just having a plan, having strategy. And it's one of those things that a lot of people don't realize they're making mistakes until you explain it to them. So I hope this helps people proactively understand what not to do so they could you know, be better and get what they need in grad school to get the internships and full-time roles they're looking for. All right. Thank you very much. Hope this is helpful. Bye.